A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dory Shafrier. Hi, Dory. I'm Kate Spencer. Hi, Kate. Uh, Did you know that we're not experts? I had a hunch, but what I'm really grateful for is that you and I are two friends, and we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. It's true. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we are not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can find everything we talk about on our website, forever35podcast.com. We're on Twitter at forever35pod, Instagram at forever35podcast. And you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. And we also have a newsletter, forever35podcast.com slash newsletter is where you go to sign up. I just want to also remind everyone that on June 7th, Kate and I will be doing a live happy hour Q&A hangout slumber party sesh. 
And to attend, all you have to do is pre-order my book and register on my website, dory-shafrier.com. We hope to see many of your lovely faces. I'm excited about this, Dory. I am too. I'm just going to say that every time you announce it. I'm just going to say, I'm excited because that is the truth. It's and I'm going to say, a- I'm excited too. <laughs> it is what I have to look forward to on the calendar right now. Oh. Right? Like That's it's just so nice. It's looming there with like a big star. I know. I'm excited. I, I it's like we had t- we've been talking about doing something live for so long. And I know. Now we have an excuse. It's finally happening. Yeah. <sighs> I can't wait. You know yeah. what's weird though? We are not going to be live together. That's true. Although, you know what? We could be. We could. Should we do it? I don't know. I was th- I was just thinking about this. I was like, you know, I guess we could be live together. Like, there's nothing. We're both vaxxed. You know what? There, the only thing stopping us will be childcare on my end, possibly. But you're, unless you want to come to me. Yeah, I mean, I was assuming I would come to you. My house is oh. a chaotic mess. Well, listen. Let's talk maybe- about this off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there is a Forever 35 Facebook group called Forever 35 Friends of Dory? Yes, it's the LGBTQ uh, group. Now, why is it not Friends of Kate? Because Friends of Dorothy was like an old... <sighs> that's right, that's right. ...coded way for, uh, I think, mostly gay men to find each other. Okay, sorry. I just have so many comments and questions that are off the rails today. I apologize. Well, there was a great thread in the Facebook group asking people what their favorite Forever 35 subgroup was. Oh. And there were many different ones mentioned, including Forever 35 Cats, which I know is a personal favorite of yours. Yeah, which I am a full-on member of. Oh, I'm aware. (laughs) (laughs) Almost making me want to get another cat. Oh, well, well. I mean, some day, some day. Okay, well, speaking of what you want to to, to talk about, yes. we could and should form a Forever 35 Disneyland fans because you went to Disneyland. I did go to Disneyland. Um, we went on Mother's Day. We went on Sunday, May 9th. And... We went because last year we had bought these like special SoCal resident three day passes and we had never used one of the days because the pandemic happened. So we still had these unused tickets from last year that we were able to use. And Henry is still under three, so he gets in for free. And you know what? I have to say, it was pretty fun. Like, I would say anyone who lives in California who's been kind of considering going, I would go. I would go now when capacity is limited. There aren't huge lines with a few exceptions. Um, They are serious about masks. Everyone was wearing masks. Everything was very clean. They, like... When you when you eat and you get up, someone is like there within half a second to wipe down the table and the chairs. Wow. Like it's very they've clearly like really thought this through. That's amazing. OK. Yeah. So we had a great time. Henry had a great time. He was just kind of in awe of all of it. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad we went. We did not spend 
all day there. We spent probably a total of four hours there, but I think with a two-year-old, that's kind of enough. That's enough. That's plenty for you. Yes. (laughs) For him as well. Yes. Yes. Would you consider Disney to be self-care? Um, it's not for me. It's not self-care okay. for me. I know okay. it is for a lot of people. Um, I enjoy going, especially now that I have Henry, because it's really fun to like see it through his eyes and like see yeah. the things that he gets so captivated by because they're often just like random like strings of lights in a <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like super random things that he's like super excited about. Yeah. Um, and that's really cute. And then like seeing the characters and yeah, it, it was and riding the train. Like there was just a lot that he was really enthralled by. So that was Ooh. very fun. But I find it exhausting and overwhelming, even at 25% capacity. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, it's not, I don't find it relaxing at all. Um, and it doesn't like fill some sort of deep need inside of me per se. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I do my I do enjoy going, and um, it's especially fun now with Henry. But I no, I would not call it self care. I mean, it's it's also exhausting on the wallet. It is indeed. It is an yes. expensive, <clears throat> excuse me, an expensive passion. But I do yes. know that for many, like I did not know this growing up, but because we were in Massachusetts, but here in the kind of Los Angeles area, going to Disney to Disneyland is like a, a huge hobby for people that involves like clothing and social groups. And it's a really big part of people's identity. And it's, and I, I think people really budget for it. Like it's not just like super rich families going. I think it's something that people put aside money and really devote savings towards. And I just find it really, I find it really like the culture of it really interesting. Yes, totally. And people get special shirts made up to go. And there were a lot of those. There were some like social distancing shirts, you know, Disney social distancing shirts. Like people had kind of embraced it, I think. Disneyland masks. Um, yeah, I was not aware of this Disney culture until I moved to Southern California either. And it is kind of fascinating. I'm into it. Um if I could, if I could, uh, well, they aren't doing them now, but if I could, you know, kind of rationalize a season's annual pass, I would do it. But right now that's not really. Not My husband enough. used to have an annual pass and sometimes he would just go by himself and like mm. hang out there for a few hours and then come home, like not even ride any rides. Oh, that's a dream. Yeah. That sounds amazing, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like that to me, that is not appealing to me, but to him and I think to a lot of people, that is like a fun thing. And mm-hmm. I guess, I, I mean, I don't want to get too sidetracked, but I think that is one of the fun things when they were doing annual passes, because I don't think they're going to be doing them anymore. Um, is that like each visit didn't feel quite so much like you had to do everything. Right. So you, you could, could be relaxed. And, yeah, you could be relaxed. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just wanted to share that. Oh, I'm happy you had that moment with your sweet little son. Thank you. Thank you so much. You had some revelations over the last Well, no, you know, 
I did get to travel and I will talk more about like my pandemic traveling thoughts and we're going to share some listener travel tips. Uh, I did not miss on the plane, but I'll again, I'll share that for our next mini episode. Um, but I did get to see my dad and my stepmom who I had not seen in a year and a half. And I got to spend time with my brother and my sister-in-law who I had not seen in, I don't know, nine months and my nephew. And I went by myself. My rest of my family stayed here in California. And it was just so great. It was, it felt like no time had passed. And like, you know, I think there are a lot of people who have been able to I mean, there's the gamut of everything in this pandemic from people who have lost their family members to people who have seen them like it's been no big deal. Right. And then there's, you know, those of us who live far away from them and, um, you know, and, and pre pandemic times are lucky enough to be able to see them. But for this, it's it stopped that. And I felt really grateful, you know, just grateful to have them Aww. in my life. And I was just thinking like, you know, I like, how will this experience of this pandemic change me in the long run? Like, like if we ever get back to a space in which, um, you know, or if we ever get to a space where COVID is not um, as life-threatening of an illness as it is right now, and we kind of are able to move forward, like, what do I want to take away from this as a learning experience? And I don't say that lightly, like, and I under, I also understand, like, you know, I want to acknowledge the trauma that that millions of people have been through and are still going through as a result of this pandemic. I'm not trying to be, you know, like trite about it. Um, yeah. But I, I just feel it was a it was a good reminder of what is what is actually should and what I want to maintain as the valuable things in my life, and that's the mm. relationships that I have, as opposed mm. to like you know the more superficial things. So. I'm very grateful I got to see them. I also got to see one of my best friends from college, my friend Jessica, and I got to meet oh, her daughter. Fun. Yeah, like and and we had some good chuckles over how dumb we were in college and that was oh, really wonderful. I love a chuckle about college Dory, dumbness. I don't remember this, but apparently I gave a presentation in some sort of science class and through the entire presentation i called the crustaceous period the cretaceous period and then when i finished the professor corrected me and this is this memory has burned its way into jessica's brain but i don't have any memory of doing a presentation and mispronounce pronouncing the period i was presenting on that is so funny yep that's that's me in a nutshell so you know I love seeing my family. It was also fun because like immediately it was like, oh, we're back to our like annoying selves. Right. Did you find that in the experience of getting to see your family members? Like it was like, yay. And then it was like, oh, I annoy you. You annoy me. Like we're family. Totally. Totally. And there's something comforting in that. Yes. Yes. It felt good. Like my dad's only like a little bit balder, but otherwise he hasn't changed much. Oh, I know. Pops. Oh, old Jim. So that was a really I'm I'm so, 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 so grateful that I got to spend time with them. It was really great. And Seattle, what a town. What a town. I ate a creme brulee donut, Dory, at some place called the Flower Box. Ooh. A like bespoke donut shop. Ooh, a yeah. Donut shop. It was good. Also, like, what a beautiful city. What am I doing down here is kind of w- where I left things. 
It is a beautiful city up there in Seattle. Yeah, everybody was just like chilling on this by this big lake. It was just like, oh, this is okay. Guess this is what I'm missing in the Pacific Northwest. Kudos to you, Seattleites. All right. I don't even know if that's what they call themselves, so I should stop there. Um, all right. Well, Dory, let's take a break. And then when we come back, so many interesting questions for us. We have a We've, lot to go- we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, and when we like we always say we run the gamut, but this is gonna be some serious gamut running after the break. All right. BRB. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events, there's weddings, there's nights out. It's 
vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E 
com slash forever 35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever 35. All right. We are back. We received a question from a farmer. They write, my question is, skincare for farmers or others who are in the sun a lot. I work outside all day, every day, and I'm a fair-skinned person who burns pretty easily. Of course, I wear sunscreen, but I'm wondering about products that will help my skin not turn into one big leather wrinkle. I've steered clear of retinol and most acids because they say they make you more sensitive to sun, and I'm already fair and putting my skin through a beating every day. But also those seem like the best products for keeping my skin happy as I get older. I'm 34. Any tips? And then you know what they say. They said, thank you both for being amazing and great company when I'm doing a lot of weeding or tractor work. And like, (laughs) that makes my heart sore. that's amazing. Knowing that I am on a, like, you and I are on a tractor with somebody somewhere. Yes, we are yammering on a tractor i just think yammering I, on a tractor means so much to that you bring us along well, okay well everyone. my first question which i feel like this listener is going to be like yes duh but like are you wearing a big hat had the same question kate i need had you farming in a big hat same right question. yes with a wide brim wide the biggest brim you can find. We're talking yes. like <sighs> circumference, I don't know, six feet. At least. <laughs> A skating rink size hat on your head, listener. We we got to go big here. I think that you could find, if you're not already doing this, you've, you've got to have a nice big hat. And you can find them with SPF materials. I mean, you can find all sorts of things. My guess would be this person already does that, but perhaps not. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't specify. So, you know, this is such a this is such an interesting question. And I would kind of like kick the can to a dermatologist and have you go like check in with them. But my thought would be to (laughs) are you clearing your throat because you're a dermatologist? I just went to the dermatologist. Oh, and Did we they discussed sun? We discussed sun, sunscreen, sun tips. So I actually do have a lot to say, but please go on. Okay, so my only thought was going to be to reapply to make sure you are carrying some heavy duty sunscreen and reapply throughout the day because that I think is the. I know personally where I fail with sunscreen is I put it on at eight a.m. and then I just tootaloot, you know, and I don't actually consistently reapply it. So I'm going to yes. just quiet my little mouth and let's hear your thoughts. Okay. So my first thought is to get sunscreen from Australia because those Australians are in the sun all the time and they know from sunscreen. So my dermatologist recommended Blue Lizard, which is a brand that I have heard recommended many times. I own some Blue Lizard. It is great sunscreen. That is the sunscreen that I would get. I agree with Kate. You need to be reapplying. My second suggestion is if you can, in addition to the large hat, I would wear like loose fitting long sleeve clothing. If that is like a bearable thing for you, if you could wear like, like a, like a, like a, like a light linen shirt and wear, wear, wear it white. 
a white a white linen shirt that is long sleeve like i think to the extent that you can keep your body covered that will be ideal or get some of that um you know upf clothing that has sun protection in it coolie bar is a good website for mm. for that kind of clothing i would just like yeah i would i would try to keep yourself covered i mean cool get some of that blue lizard coolie bar i'm just googling because i i realized that this listener also needs to protect their neck so i was first googling a sun hat with neck protection but then coolie bar also makes a women's sun hat with a face covering well, 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 isn't yeah. that interesting? Yeah. I mean, in terms of other care, you know, in, in terms of what to put on when they're not in the sun, when they're washing their face or doing a skincare routine, I do think it's smart that they've stayed away from acids and retinol. I agree with that. Yes. But perhaps you could add a really nice kind of hydrating serum perhaps like a hyaluronic niacinamide, like like add something that's going to be nourishing your skin and maybe give yourself one day a week to exfoliate and then just really give yourself a nice moisturizer and then do as Dory says and blue lizard it up. Blue lizard it up, baby. And the, the Coolie Bar hat that I mentioned, I, I have not tried it, obviously, but it's called Women's Stevie Ultra Sun Hat UPF 50 Plus, and it comes with a roll-up neck drape and a, re- a removable face drape. All I can say is, wow. I mean, this is a commitment to sun protection, but it might. It, is. it looks like it's very lightweight. This might be, you know, this might really help. Yeah. All right. Well, keep us posted, please, because I'd love please to know kind of do. where you land. And if anyone has thoughts, any other farmers, I know we have other farmer listeners. So any other farmers yes, want to weigh in or people who listeners. work outside. All right. Dory. Kate. Here's a question. I'm listening. I know you all have mentioned that a guest said it wasn't a good idea to wash your face in the shower. I'm even pretty sure I heard that episode, but I don't remember. I don't get why it's a bad thing. Well, this was our dear friend, Caroline Hirons. I mean, go back she, and listen to this episode if you can. It's so good. She says that the um, that the water is too hot. Yeah. You're essentially Shower kind of water like is too hot. scorching your skin a little bit and drying it out. Yeah. Yeah. I was also so. doing a little reading about this, and apparently uh, there's some argument to be made that like your other products are kind of getting onto your skin with irritants and and that sort of thing but i think it's it's the extended pounding of the hot water that people are concerned with yeah now listen i still wash my face in the shower dory i did it this morning i'm gonna come clean literally sorry um but yeah so uh, i i i know that i shouldn't but i do this this to me kind of feels like a like choose your battle situation like if totally if you can shower without washing your face get out and then wash your face and you want to take that on i support you but yeah there is something to be said with the about the convenience of a shower face washing experience totally all right 
another email. Hello, Dory and Kate, longtime listener, first time writer. I'm feeling very lonely. I'm married and love my spouse very much, but we are human and have our struggles. My husband came out as transgender in late 2019 after 10 years of being together, five years of marriage. I was completely shocked and it's been a tough time. We are doing our best to be open and honest during this new phase in her life, but it's not easy. I'm doing all that I can to be supportive, but I'm feeling very lost. I never saw our future like this, and now I have no idea what our future looks like. Neither of our families know, and I can tell that is putting a strain on her, but she hasn't been ready to have that conversation with her very Republican, closed-minded parents. She's out at work, and I've told my coworkers, too. I'm in therapy for many, many reasons but I'm still struggling. It feels like my spouse and I are drifting apart. I sometimes feel like we are more roommates than spouses. We hardly ever talk about important things anymore. We don't have much physical contact anymore either. And to top it off, I feel like I have no close friends anymore. After college, my friends and I all moved away from each other. I've made a few friends in my adult life, but nothing lasting. I don't have a person to call when I just want to chat about nothing, let alone talk about how to adjust to having a trans spouse. I'm just feeling very alone right now. I feel like my life is falling apart in a lot of ways. I'm overeating. I'm not happy in my job. I lack motivation to keep the house clean. I cry easily and often. I talk with my therapist and we come up with plans, but I have a hard time sticking to them. I read all the time, but wonder if getting lost in a fantasy world is helping or hurting. I'm wondering if you or any listeners have any advice for getting out of a sadness hole. Well, this is a lot. To deal with. Yeah. What I hear, having read this email a few times, what I think I'm hearing from this listener are two things. One, their journey and experience having their spouse transition. And two, them experiencing depression. What I, what I think, again, not a doctor, what I think sounds like depression. And I'm sure those two things, it's possible that they are connected. Um, and there is, you know, also a larger, your relationship with your spouse um, and how that has changed over time. Um, you know, that is always a hard part of any relationship. So my thought, and I've not been through um, having a partner or a spouse come out as transgender, but my my thought is is finding a support group for spouses of transgender partners, especially people who have transitioned in the relationship. Um, I think that could be a massive support system for you just because I think you probably need one. And also, I think maybe you might find some community there as well. And then two, I would ask your therapist for a recommendation for a psychiatrist, and I would talk to a psychiatrist. Kate, I was going to give the exact same advice. We are geniuses. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said. You know, and another another thought I had is like, well, no, I don't want to tell this listener. Oh, the only oh. the only other thing I would add is is your spouse in therapy and have the two of you considered going to couples therapy. Yes, that was something I wanted to mention too and forgot. Thank you, Dory. Because I I imagine that it, like I think it's great that you were in therapy, but I think there's just so much that has come up between you and your spouse. And that is changing all the time. And 
I think it would be really helpful if the two of you could talk to a couples therapist. So that is my only other, that is my single addition to Kate's wonderful advice. No, I think that is very, very, a very good idea to be communicate. It will, I think it will deeply help communication and some of these feelings about how you're struggling can be communicated there in a, in a, in a more safe space with someone to help kind of mediate the conversation yeah, and come up with strategies, not just like you and your therapist are doing for you on your own, but for you and your spouse to kind of implement together. I think that's really important. But I agree. I just, I, you know, it's, if anyone has been through this, who has thoughts or wants to connect with this listener, we would love to hear from you. But I think, you know, I, I, it, it sounds, I just, I want to just, you know, give this listener a hug. It sounds like you are, you know, the stuff about not having, you know, you're not feeling like you have close friends. That is, that is really hard. And if there is a space where you feel like you can have community, whether it's, in real life friends, internet friends, groups online, like whatever it is, I would encourage you to to see if you can seek that out. Um, if you if you even feel like you know how, I mean, come join the Forever Thirty Five Facebook group. Yeah, but that that is a really lonely feeling, especially right now when we are in still in this in COVID nineteen times. Um, totally. So, I think that's really hard. I know the feeling of wanting to chat, but you want to chat about adjusting to having a trans spouse. And I do feel like a support group would help. So yeah, I've said everything twice. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take another break and we'll be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. 
OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back. So full disclosure, when we received the following email, I forwarded it to Dory just with one line. And I just said, this makes me livid. So I'm going to be coming in hot here after we read this. Here it is. Hi, Kate and Dory. I had to pause the pod to comment on the listener with the Mother's Day dilemma. I am in the same boat. It happens every single year. My husband has two sisters, neither of which have children, so I am the only other mother in the immediate family other than my mother-in-law. Every year, I have to cook a big meal and host the whole family to celebrate my mother-in-law. It bothers me, too. My husband and daughter usually do something nice for me either the weekend before or after, but I can't help getting irritated by the situation, by the whole situation. Yeah, I would be irritated too. Yeah. What, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. This is really irritating. This is like poison ivy levels of irritation on my body right now. <laughs> now, look, this listener did not uh. ask for advice on how to deal with this situation. And I don't want to like speak out of turn. But you don't need to do this anymore. No, you don't. And it shouldn't even be on you to communicate that to everybody. The son of this woman, a.k.a. your husband, can be the person who draws the line here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's not a ton of information. Every year I have to cook a big meal and host the whole family to celebrate my mother-in-law. I wonder why. Like, why is it you? Why not yes. these sisters? Yes. But the cycle ends after 2021, listener. Amen. Be done with this. Why? What? Wh uh, it's not like you need to adjust, Dory. <sighs> yeah. No. What the fuck is this? It makes yeah, me so mad. I don't even know why I'm so mad, but it makes me mad. Because this person's mother-in-law sounds like a narcissist. And this this woman sounds like a people pleaser. And narcissists know how to take advantage of people pleasers. And it's really annoying. 
Yeah, and I imagine this listener probably feels trapped in this situation and like there's no way out of it. Totally. Otherwise, I'm, and, I'm sure and, they... And her husband is not standing up to his mother. Yeah, you've got to communicate that's to your the, husband oh, that you won't do that's, this anymore. That's also very annoying to me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So. Please, I beg well, of you, listener. We have made our opinions clear. I know, and I, you know me, I don't like to be too too firm but i've got to put my foot down sometimes you gotta be firm okay all right well listen i i want this listener to have like 50 of their own mother's day weekends if that's what they want no more of this dinner nonsense all right well look shall we end on this voicemail it's kind of mother's day adjacent okay here we go hey ladies i just had a question um i had a unique experience on Mother's Day. My husband works weekends. So I took my two-year-old daughter out for breakfast by myself, which was uh, the first time that I've done that because of COVID. Um, it was an experience. We were sitting outside. I'm from New England. It was a little colder than probably should have been sitting outside for, but whatever. Wanted to make Benedict on Mother's Day. Anyway, long story short, the bill comes and the waitress tells me that the old man at the counter covered our bill and he had acknowledged and said happy Mother's Day on his way in. Um, And I was very taken aback. I've never had this happen. The waitress was like, oh, yeah, he comes in every day. He often, like, once a week he'll cover someone's bill. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, But then I'm just so uncomfortable and I was raised by wolves. I have no etiquette. Um that I didn't, I didn't know what to do. So I told the waitress to tell him, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate it. But I was like, do I go in there? You know, I had to pack up my daughter. She was getting restless and cranky. Um, and the diner is small, but it was very full. So I also didn't want to like interrupt him and cause a scene and, you know, make everyone question why I got my my bill covered. Um, so I just felt really weird. And then immediately afterwards, I felt incredibly guilty that I didn't go and thank him profusely. Um, and I've never been in a position where I can comfortably cover someone else's tab. So I don't know what I would expect if I were the one to do it. So please correct me and help me if I really botched that. Um because I feel like I did, and I'm harboring a lot of guilt and feel like I had bad karma coming my way. Um, would love some insight from people who were raised with proper manners and social skills. Thanks so much, girls. Bye. I mean, my first instinct is you didn't do anything wrong. No. You did it perfectly right. You did it perfectly right. You told the waitress to tell the guy, thank you. I kind of think that's it. I think that's the end of your obligation. It sounds like this, this guy gets a lot of, you know, gratification out of paying for people's meals. And I think that is probably like, thanks enough for him. It sounds like. I think someone like him is not doing this to get people to thank him. Totally. Because otherwise he would have like come up to your table and you know what I mean? Like he wanted it to be low key. 
He knew you were with your daughter. I understand a lot of like the social nerves in this situation. This has never happened to me, but weirdly it happened to Anthony in the Starbucks drive through line recently. And someone in front of him paid for his order. And so then he like got the person behind him, I think. But, you know, I can understand why you would feel like nervous about acknowledging it and worry people would be mad. But I would I would think that everyone in that space would be like, woohoo. And and I have a hard time imagining that people would be angry that you were the chosen recipient of the bill payment. Um, so but you're but Dory is totally right. You have no obligation to do anything. This is somebody doing something out of like genuine kindness and that's it. And you just, you know, wave a thank you or you just walk out like you didn't ask for it. So it doesn't need to become your thing. Yeah. And so I don't I wouldn't make yourself feel bad and like rehash the feelings of not being raised properly or, or with etiquette or whatever it is. Um, you did everything exactly right. Yes. And Kate is much more proper than I am. So what? she says you did everything right. And you really did. I was, you know, you know, like you, you know, like actual manners. I had a very, like my grandmother was very casual but also very formal like definitely when we had family dinners we had to wait till one of my grandparents raised their fork until we started eating did you you didn't grow up like that Uh, no have you ever heard of that i mean not to like make a blanket generalization but i i I don't think jewish people do (laughs) (laughs) it's very waspy uh it's very waspy which is what a lot most of my family is but yeah like whoever was at the head of the table we would everyone would sit and wait, and then when that person raised their fork and started eating, then we could all start. So I still like will do that. Like I often don't start eating until I, you know, yeah, okay, you're right. I was raised with some some, some weird manners, you know, like proper things. <sighs> I'm kind of winging it. Well, you fooled me. <laughs> oh well, thanks. <laughs> You've um, done a great job. Thanks so much. Um, listen, this was a treat. As always. Dory. Yes, Kate. Before we part, exciting news. Someone just pre-ordered your book for their library, Librarians of Forever 35. Oh. Yep. Just want you to know. That's so nice. Thank you. That listener email just came in. Oh. Love that. Well, Dory, on that note. Let us let us part. Indeed. All right. Goodbye. Bye.